Hey guys, welcome back to the For Life Podcast, a weekly show about gaming, gaming news, and all things entertainment related. I'm your host for this evening, Leighton, alongside my co-hosts. I'm Ethan. I'm David. And I'm Aiden. Well, welcome back, guys. Uh, we're here for another episode today. This one will be a shorter one, uh, just because of timing and stuff. Um, Ethan really wants me to hold my mic. I so do. I, I really comply. do. Um, also, for once. By the way, this will be the first ever podcast intro that didn't start with "Hey, beautiful people." Um, Actually, though, <laughs> I, there's I, probably a couple out there. Yeah, I didn't want to say "Hey, beautiful people." That's David's thing. Why? My thing is, "Hey, guys." That's like a a podcast. Uh, I was just talking about. <laughs> Hello, like, everybody. I, yeah, my, my name, name is. Mark I was no. Clark. I was just talking about like, you know how I was just talking about like how we should have individual. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, so welcome. We have. I know. Don't. We have housekeeping. And Ethan, Ethan would like to talk about the housekeeping. Okay, um, so I—it's a small thing, and then uh, Dave, uh, David, Layton will do our normal housekeeping. I wanted to just talk about—we have uh, a lot of episodes that are very late because uh, college kid. Um, anyways, uh, the one that just went up—if you guys are Spotify listeners—we had go up. I think what's today is today. So it came up about an hour ago. It's like eight twenty now, eight twenty one. But I mistakenly deleted the file mm. that mm-hmm. held the entire thing together uh, for YouTube. So I'm gonna have to go back and re-edit that entire podcast and then the re-upload entire it. Entire thing. Yeah, the entire thing's. Are gone. you sure? So it was in your. It, are you oh, sure wait, it's not you, in your recycle bin? Yeah. Maybe no, I emptied my recycle bin. No, you didn't. Because I wanted to get space. You're such a goofy man. I wanted to make space. And so I then realized as I I go back into our Adobe, it just goes, file corrupted. The entire thing's red. And I'm like... So guys, we do this for a living. We're very professional. Yeah, super professional. This is definitely like our thing we do. (sighs) Absolutely, absolutely. Um. It'll work itself out though. And you guys will see two episodes coming up. I'm going to hopefully be able to crank out a couple. I have a lot of Chinese. Trithoff is here. But um, but yeah, anyways, but yeah, okay. So, like, back to our regular our schedule, regular schedule regular program. Schedule um, as always, you can find us anywhere you can stream podcasts, such as Apple Music, uh, or excuse me, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Amazon. Um, you can find us on uh, YouTube. Probably on your mom's Walkman too. You, like, yeah, probably no, really. yeah, yeah, we're right there. Um, we gotta yeah. get, we <laughs> plug, in, back plug in your headphones. Music as she power walks through the suburbs. Yeah, whenever you see your mom listening to music now, you're going to hear, hello, beautiful people. <laughs> no, 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 no. What you're going to hear is... That's something we haven't talked about in a while. We haven't, we haven't talked about our intro or outro in a while. David Dude, and I made that yeah, that's with just, the help of our friend Joey Actually, we were talking outro. about this earlier today. Yeah. About um, I was uh, just playing some Metallica stuff. Seek and Destroy has this incredible bass part. Um, just goes crazy. And Orion, too. I was playing Orion, too. That, one, that song is that so song. sick. Um, I spilled my coffee. But, yeah, I was practicing that earlier, and I texted Lane. I'm like, this this part is awesome. And he just goes like, yeah. Let's create a new intro for the 4Light podcast. I'm what? like, I'm so sorry. What? No, no, no. no. Okay. It's just, it just like, you know, like a season two kind of thing. I don't know. Shut up. But anyway, no, I love it. I love it. I, may, uh, you may be expecting one soon, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll we, see. Shall, we shall see. But um, yeah, so you can find us anywhere you can find podcasts. Sorry, I didn't mean that after you. Go ahead. No, I was going to make a joke. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Wow, this is an old one. Uh, yeah, so you can find us anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, we are streaming now on Saturdays. We stream on Saturdays uh, from usually 8 to about 9.30, I think. Um, today it's going to be a shorter episode. Ethan really wants to say something. It's Please go ahead. I just found out that tomorrow marks one year of the Four Light Podcast. Yo! I, I legitimately just looked that up. What? It was October 15th. We're, we're recording this on October 14th, 2023. And we started this a year ago. Holy That's crazy. Shit. We have 34 Boys. episodes. Well, I mean, we, d- we did do Sunday. We need to we did celebrate. Sunday episodes, so. yeah. And so sorry if we're a bit rushed today, a little crazy. We just want to get these reviews done so Ethan could go to play D&D. I don't, I don't know why Ethan and Layton, thank you. I also don't know why my hat's on the table. All right, so... Today we're going to be talking about two games. The first one is one that I put uh, put full review in, uh, lead reviewer. I could we could say, kind of professional. That's what. I know you're the lead reviewer. Um, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Um, but some background on this game is we do uh, for all of our professional reviews. The game released uh, Lies of P. Professional. Why did? I- Shh. Um, and cut. Released- <laughs> Sorry. The game released on September nineteenth, twenty twenty three. Uh, by Neowitz and Sound8 Studio. It's a Souls-like, which is something I'll be going into later. Um, it released straight to Game Pass, which was really interesting, but then it released on basically every platform. I think it's on PC as well, but it's on Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5 PC. and 4, and Xbox One. It's on Steam. Um, Why'd you do it? I should. Uh, the full game is about 28 hours. I have not beaten it just yet. I'm about 22 hours in. I'm Man. basically at the last section. There's a, there's a last portion. Ethan, what was that rule that you came up with about if having to review? I put enough time into it, okay? First of all, we'll get into that, okay? I couldn't beat the like, game because of one motherfucker. What right? was that about having to beat the game to review the game? You shush your mouth. David, did you beat Dave the Diver? Yes. Huh, interesting. Fuck. Ethan, you're like the odd man out here. And we can mock you. The no, I finished the story. And I also am attempting to 100% it. But I'll get to that in a minute. So, Ethan, okay. Ethan, Ethan. Uh, Layton, I'm going to hit you. How about that? You are the odd man out. And we can mock you relentlessly for this one. I hope you know that. Moving on. I'm going to smack the shit. Sorry. Anyways. Um, but, yeah. So... I think what the takeaway of this game was, going into Lies of P and starting starting my conversation about it, uh, and you guys can jump in with questions, as I hope you do, um, is that this was the first game of its kind, not from From Software, that copied the Souls-like style and did it very, very well, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, Interesting. This the game first? It, are you sure? Did it very well, uh. is what I'm saying. I think it. Okay. <laughs> Like, this game, honestly, I could mistake in it for a FromSoft game. Mm-hmm. I'm not even joking. It's very, very well done. There's a lot of detail. The story is really, really rich. The characters are awesome. Um, all of the different attachments and just, like, the kind of gameplay loop is really, really fun. Layan, what do you want? So, I have a question. <laughs> What's your question? I think you might know what it is. I don't... Why I... didn't you finish the game? Because I'm bad. Okay. All right, did you, did you wanted that answer? Yeah, yeah. that's great. Okay, that's good. Literally now, what I like, why don't you be so happy over there in the corner and shut the fuck up? I am very happy. All right. Okay. Um, so going into the start of it, I want to talk about the story. The story is... I'm sorry, I what? thought it was fucking funny. <laughs> what? Okay. 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 <laughs> Let's go, bitches. Um, okay. Did you see it? It was very, very, very well thought out. 
Um, it's sort of confusing right now. There's a lot of story beats and certain um, kind of details that are being added that don't make sense. But I think it's because there's going to be a big reveal at the end. Something's going to happen. It's all going to connect again. Um, there's three kind of... What if it doesn't? Then maybe my And you wouldn't know. Lane, I'm going to punch you, dog. <laughs> You literally were talking to me about doing Forza Motorsport having like seven or eight hours in the game. I don't want to fucking hear it. Shut your mouth. God damn it. Anyways. Dude is literally the guy in class who's like, uh, but to play the devil's advocate. Uh, <laughs> literally. Literally. Um, there's it's, like that guy, it's like that guy in my CS class who like idolizes Homelander. Ew, that's <laughs> me, me, me for real, Shut for real, up, guys. Bro. He is um, quite literally the most egghead-looking egghead I have continuing. ever seen. Continuing. Oh, yeah. my God. There is three groups in, in Liza P. There's the Stalkers, the Alchemists, and obviously the, the Puppets. Um, the premise of the story is you play as P, uh, basically Pinocchio, who is trying to uh, fix Kraut from an invasion of deadly puppets uh, and this disease called Decay. Um there is a kind of a loop that you kind of figure out which uh, factions are good and which factions are not good, uh, and whether or not the puppets are even good or are they bad. Um, the difference about you is you play as Pinocchio, and you would think that it's the whole it's the whole uh, childhood story of you shouldn't lie or you'll you'll nose your nose will turn bigger and you'll turn into a puppet. It's like that children's story. In this game, which I think is a really cool aspect, is. If you lie, you actually get closer to becoming a human because oh. humans lie. And so something that's automated and has to tell the truth constantly would kind of correlate back to a puppet. And so that entire like, that entire loop is really cool because I actually started telling the truth to start off and then realized that a lot of the characters in the game are like, no, lie a shit ton. Like, one, it will save your ass, and two, you'll become more human, which is really cool. Um but yeah, from story, I want to talk about a little bit of gameplay. Do you guys actually have any questions before I move into story or into gameplay? I was just going to say, watch out for spoilers. Yes, I know. I, I don't think I'm going to... That's basically... That's it for story. Hmm. Um, I think it's pretty sick. It sounds cool. Yeah, it's, no, it's it is, really cool. It is... How is the... Oh, wait. You're going to get into gameplay. Shit, okay. My bad. Um, I was going to ask so about gameplay. How is the gameplay? <laughs> well, it's funny you ask. <laughs> um... But <laughs> it is it is a Souls-like, and they've really replicated the formula very well. The movement is similar. It's, it's kind of sluggish in certain points because you have to be thinking about... It's a dance. That's the whole thing about, um, about Dark Souls, about Elden Ring, about Sekiro, is that you're basically... You initiate a dance with your enemy, and you are trying to do the right things in response to what they do, in response to what you do. And they copied it so well. It is... It's not even beyond copy. It's a lot of the stuff is very different. And that's where, like, uh, Legion Arms come in. Um, Legion Arm is an attachment that P has on his left arm that allows you to do certain things. So, like, you can... Um, it's a devil breaker. Yep. You can dispense... Oh, there's a Deus Ex Machina one. There's fire. Um, there's electricity. There's a puppet string that allows you to grab someone and pull them towards you. And then eventually when you upgrade it, you get to, like, fucking jump on top. It's great. Um, it's a grapple hook. Yeah. It is... <laughs> it's a very, 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 like... It, it just has that click of the Souls-like. What I will say that's different is that it is, it's a combination of Sekiro and Elden Ring. Dodging and parrying in certain fights are not just something you can definitely do 
dodging in certain parts you cannot do. If you dodge, you are going to die. You have That's to parry. So if you parry, it's a lot you're like going to die in certain parts because you need to dodge that point and so that's where actually we get into a little bit of my negatives is that that kind of field doesn't always happen right away and it started preventing me from moving on because i wasn't picking up on the oh i need to change how i'm moving i was just going in going okay i know how to parry let's start parrying and i wasn't certain moves will go right through your parry and it just it wasn't kind of I don't know, clicking in my head, and it prevented a lot of fights from me moving on. Uh, it's probably my biggest negative, and that went into the bosses. Um, but going from gameplay, also, I would like to mention, they, they do have the uh, the level-up system that Mo like Elden Ring had, like the motivity, the, the vigor, capacity, technique, upgrading certain parts of you that will make your playthrough better or put you into a certain kind of um, category. What's, what's that word? It's not category. Class. It's like Niche. Play group. Or like play style? Play style. Yeah. Um, then there's sadly no magic. Ratio. Which is good. Get I honestly think magic would... It, it magic make nerd! Shut up, strength player! I'm kidding. I'm actually hey, I'm a, a strength magic. player, okay? You're a strength faith player. You're okay. Okay. I'm, I'm actually okay, a dex player. player. Um, hey guys, no, I play true. Elden Ring too. You should be. Elden I just Ring. watched the Nintendo... Or, I think it was Nintendo one. He says... He goes... Elden Ring is boring into the mic. And I went, okay, you're done. You're done. And I edited that section out. Did you actually? I'm going to spit that good shit out of you. I finished that podcast going, Hollow Knight sucks, and you just hear, David. So, but yeah, moving from gameplay into some combat, I just talked a little bit about parry, but they're also, similar to Sekiro, there's a perfect parry. If you can perfectly time your parry, you won't take any damage. Um, also, a neat thing is that if you block with a parry, your health decreases like you got hit, but there's a, it's like faded. Your health is faded. And that means that you can, if you hit a successful attack in response, you will get that health back. Um, if you're hit outright without blocking, you will take that damage. There's no ability of getting it back, which is a really cool thing of like, you don't necessarily have to be perfect in certain things. If you can, if you like miss a timing, but still block, you can technically get that health back without having to worry about losing more. Um, yeah, I will say I've, I've been playing a little bit of Lies P. I was supposed to be on this, uh, review, but I didn't play enough of it. I just decided to watch Hajime no Ippo through, throughout. Um, I see, I see. Yes. yes. Um, I will say the mechanic of uh, when you don't perfect parry, you still take damage. But when you do, it's but it's like um, it's like temp damage. Because when you do perfect parry, all that damage goes back. So instead of having like a stagger right. bar from Sekiro, it just goes off of your health bar, and you regain that health back uh, when you uh, do a perfect parry. Hmm. Right. I find Which that what I, just I find that mechanic both interesting and a little difficult. I don't, I don't. It's, like, it's, it's, it's hit or perfect parry, which I'm not good enough to be able to perfect parry and get that health back, but that's that's a side thing, you know. Um, Wait, you don't, you can't perfect parry? No, I can. It's just... It's I was going to say, you got that far parry. without perfect parry? Um, he's, just, he's just bad at the game. Stop. <laughs> um, another really cool thing is grindstone. Just like motorsport. There is a... Th shh. 
Uh, there is a another concept of this game where your weapon actually starts decreasing in health as you fight. It starts taking damage. Um, it never breaks, but it will do significantly less damage if it's fully, like, the bar is fully gone. So you have to use a grindstone to sharpen your blade. Uh, and it honestly doesn't happen very often. Like, you go up to a, um... Yeah, you kind of forget it's there for a yeah. long way. And I only, I only remembered in certain fights where you're fighting for a long time. Uh, but also, as you get into the farther game, there's some attachments that you can make to your, your grindstone that do proc damage like fire or electricity really cool um and it's also the animation of doing is really cool how the fuck um, do you grind your giant wrench you know we're not gonna, we're not gonna think about that this is uh, whatever him, him I, using I use, a comically use a large giant, wrench giant wrench yeah. which is you would it's cool um you should, oh, you that's, should branch that's out and talk about. weapon uh weapon assembly it's the highest atk in the game though so that's why um Weapon assembly is probably the neatest thing other than Legion Arms in this game that I haven't seen from other things. You get a weapon, you can disassemble the head of the weapon and the base of the weapon and attach it to other things. And every single head and um, hilt has a different proc effect. So, or like a different, I think they call, it, fable. They I think they call it fable technique. Yeah. Fable arts. Um, so, for example... I actually don't want to spoil that. There's a that's a weapon that's really cool, but there's like ones that like a, a pipe wrench, which is the one so that I have. I attached the wrench to a like exploding pickaxe handle, and the handle allows me to gain endurance when my when my swings go through, and the wrench just does a lot of uh, heavy damage. So when yeah. you hit the fable, it does like an overhead attack. And does the really, um the really weapon the head fables do damage, and the handle fables do um give you like a buff. Yeah. Think of it as like the Wondrous Fisk from Elden Ring. I don't think he knows what that is. But anyways, um, moving from combat, I want to talk about bosses. Bosses, very, very cool. And there's a lot of stuff that really replicates in the Elden Ring aspect. The stuff where you go up to a boss and they wait just before they're about to, like literally like puppets or something like that. You would think a puppet would go and like kind of move weirdly. That's what they do. And some it's... of them will legitimately just wait right above you and then slam down their hand. The, Ooh, the, the, the enemy design in this game really captures what they are. Right. Which is robots and puppets. Because you, I, I, was, um, I was fighting the first boss, the... Um, Parade That's, master. Yeah, the parade master. And he was in he was in the demo and whatnot, so he's been out a while, so I'll spoil it. It's not even really a boss fight too much. It's really cool for a first one. It kinda has that same feel as like Margit or your yeah. first dungeon that you do in Elden Ring. Um but I was playing against him, and I'm like, okay, he's got, like, because, first of all, their attacks are not smooth. In Elden Ring, everything's at 60 FPS, give or take, and then everything's smooth. So even if they pause, you know that it's going to be a smooth hit right. coming at you. But because they are puppets and because a 95% of them are breaking down at this point, they are very clicky. So they move in, like, clicks in, like, mm -hmm. different stages. And it messes you the it fuck up. fucks you it's up, so, especially when you try and use so your... It's so smart, but annoying in yeah, certain Yeah, because you get used to, like, Sekiro and Elden Ring, where it's like, oh, everything's fluid, so you can dodge or parry, like, with the dance. But the dance is 
done by robots. So they're all, like, clicking and have, like, mechanical joints and stuff. So it fucks up your movement because you think the timing is going to be at one point, but it's actually others because they stop halfway through to pause. What are you, what are you doing? Five nights at. Man did this. Man did this. I was like, I did want to mention one thing that I thought was cool. Um, and they really utilize the fact that the bodies, uh, the bodies of the enemies are puppets, in very unique ways. Because when I was fighting the parade master, I realized that one of his attacks, he does a overhead slash, and then instead of he he um brings his arm over. So I thought he was going to bring his arm over and then do a slash to the like to the right but instead he just twists his torso around for a quicker attack from the left and i thought right. that was so yeah. fucking cool because you don't expect it and then afterwards you're like oh my god that makes so much sense because right. he can just turn his torso 360 degrees it is it's that visual of like in in Sekiro, the katana katana fights are so much better in my opinion and honestly somewhat easier because they're fluid you know exactly where the katana is going to hit and it's it feels like it's more sharpened because it is it's more sharpened to a point versus a giant hand coming at you you can't necessarily especially if their fingers are curled or like there's more weight behind it it's like things come in and they change how you're going to react to it and that's something they really do well but that's my biggest gripe is there's two bosses in this game that legitimately almost made me bring it down points as well as almost uninstall this game because I don't want to spoil because the bosses are all really the, even these bosses were very cool I one of a slight spoiler is that they proc the decay damage which is a, the disease that's going around and I've never had that in a fight I don't think other than some other ones but you can out DPS or something this one is like there is nothing in even in that case like the fights you were able to avoid it in most cases these ones you can't avoid the damage so you have to have enough like um disease resistant stuff to make sure that you can even get through the fight and you need to be able to do enough damage to get through the fight and all of them have second phases and all this shit and it's like it made me genuinely annoyed and i was actually upset with how it was because it didn't feel like they taught you enough beforehand and that's what the whole thing of skill issue and stuff is that Sekiro and Elden Ring genuinely send you a boss that teaches you how to go against the next later boss that's gonna be super hard they give you a kind of like here's a little demo before you get real fucked like and then you get real fucked anyways but you're like and, oh I see why I got yeah, real fucked but and, and that was the key is like that's I good. wasn't understanding how to get around even the first one of them I was able to use a certain damage thing that was doing more damage, but it just, it wasn't, it, it was bad. But I was, I was in the room. He was getting to keep genuinely yeah. like very upset and I watched it and it's kind of fucked because the boss is, you know, big. I'm not going to like really describe, but it's like the boss is big, hulking, whatever. And it's got a couple like tentacles going out and the, the proc damage is literally just bing, bing. Like he crouches down. Two tentacles, bing bing, like yeah, really quick, it's really like fucking big hulking, annoying. sweeping attacks. Like you're like, okay, I can get this rhythm down. Just bip, but up, gone, and you have full full proc of decay, which is Scarlet Rock. It's, it's the no. same as Scarlet Rock. Um, I want to move into the next stuff and give it over to David. I do want to. Music wanna, was yeah. fantastic. Visuals were great. Uh, my summary and rating: it's an eight point five out of ten for me from Four Light. Uh, it's very good, and I really recommend you buy it because it's. I mean, Sound Eight did a fucking phenomenal job with this game mm. and i'm going to finish it i'm probably going to play new game plus 
David Brown. Okay. On to Dave the Diver. So I played a fantastic game called Dave the Diver. You've probably heard me talk about this on the podcast before. We've talked about it a couple times. It's a really fucking interesting game. It originally released June 28th, 2023 on Steam. Um, from other sources, in beta, alpha, whatever, it released back in 2022. But for all intents and purposes, the original release date for multi-platform use was... Um, June 28th, 2023. It released on the Switch recently. October 26th is when it's going to come out on the Switch. So, technically not released on the Switch yet, but keep an eye out for it because it is, it's, it's going to be coming out soon. It was released by an indie studio, per usual. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, uh, per usual for what I'm going to be talking about. Indie guy. Um, this is released by Mini Rocket and Nexon. Never heard of either before. Nope. I believe this is their first game um how the fuck did they get the and, top of the steam page yeah and this is oh yeah no, that that was the wild thing i think i because i remember when this came out i uh, i was like scrolling through steam looking at the sales and whatnot and then one day it just appeared front page front and center front page Dave the diver. i was like what the fuck is this game <laughs> i've never heard of these companies before this looks no like I a stardew like, valley-esque game i mean it looks interesting but oh. i never i never got i never got to the point where i'm like okay i'm gonna buy this game by the way um, so why so technically not their first game um well okay not next on you're gonna game. you're gonna it's like list like ah uh, yes tetris for it's, the it's, like it's mint rocket um is the, i was saying mini rocket because i misread my thing but um they actually created Maple Story, if you've ever heard of that. Oh, Nexon. so Nexon only like number two to Stardew Valley, yeah. casually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> huh. Which is, you know, pretty awesome. But so, yeah, this game really did come out of nowhere. And so holy fucking shit did it surprise me. And yeah, as Ethan says, I'll get into it is a fantastically beautiful game. But mm. I'll talk about that in a little bit. But what type of game is it? Because I looked at it and I'm like, what the fuck do I expect? This is a gorgeous game, first and foremost. I am going to buy this. Um, but, <laughs> um, Wait, so you I haven't went, bought it? No, no, no. He's talking I, in, I, in, the in the past. Oh, I, I looked at it. Okay. Went, this is gorgeous. I have no fucking idea what it is. I'm going to buy it and play it, though. David It Norman. is a management action-adventure role-playing game. I know. It does it all. It is the what? first management-style game that isn't solely management or, like, collection-based. Um, like, what do you mean management? Papa's Pizzeria. So, imagine... Yeah, imagine Papa's Pizzeria you type thing. Papa's Pizzeria is? So, like... Ethan, I was in middle school. Okay, and sorry. I was you're in... kind of uneducated in certain regards, okay? it's Oh, I'm uneducated. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm... Do we I don't want to say anything. Your... Yeah, do we need to bring up your up opinions? Oh. Do we oh. need to bring up the oh. fact that I can do integrals and derivatives? Okay. My That's brother, not what I meant. My brother. First okay, of all, okay, Bro okay. does one climate study and thinks he's the shit. All right, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. <laughs> what? Sorry. What? Uh, anyways, continue. Hey guys, how many professional research papers do you guys have? Moving on. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. What was that? What was that? <laughs> how many bitches? One actually. Um, but moving on. Um. So, how long is the game? Or how long did it take me to beat it? So it took me actually a little bit longer because I am, I, I was trying to play through, get some collectibles type things, like try to 100% the game, um, which is kind of difficult and I've been playing through it a lot more. But generally it should take around 25 hours to beat the game. It estimates online say like 22 to 25 hours. Um, 
and I, I would say more towards the 25-hour mark. If you're kind of like me and you want to just take your time and relax playing the game, you're not looking to complete it as fast as possible. Um, but if you want to complete, like, do completionist stuff, it'll probably take you around 50 hours. I'm about 36 hours into the game. That's exactly 36.2 hours into the game, if you want to be specific. But it is a fantastic game that I'm very interested in. But one of the big things I wanted to know is the day one release was fucking insane. Like, huge. I mean, yeah, we talked a little bit about it releasing on Steam, just absolutely fucking blowing up the page. But that was, like, day one release. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, like, it blew up from day one. And it, I, I hadn't even... Like, we were interested in what was going to be released indie-wise. I had not heard about this at all. Mm-hmm. Like, none of us. Which is Yeah, I, you dropped it in our group chat. And I was like, what the fuck is this game? And looked it up and was like, it just came out of nowhere. It really did come out of nowhere. But also, it is statistically the most popular indie game released this year. Um, Damn. So, so I guess we know uh, where a couple of points are going to be coming for Game of the Year. <laughs> yeah, no, all right. Like, so the indie cat, Dave the Diver. <laughs> it's Dave, all so, four of us, Dave the Diver. Kind of fucking awesome. Like, I'm, I would be surprised if it, if it weren't doing... Like we'll talk more about the the nominees later, but like um, it'll it'll be really cool. God, Upcoming this is an episode, old game. But I want to talk about the story really quick. So Dave is a retired retired scuba diver. At the beginning of the game, you see him chilling on a beach, drinking a margarita, whatever, and he gets a call from his friend Cobra, introducing him to his new sushi restaurant idea. The whole idea is that he is going to be revolving around this ever changing blue hole in the ocean it's like a deep ocean crevice um or crevasse whatever you prefer um and it's ever changing every single day every single dive is going to be different um it will have similar fish at every level but the terrain is going to be completely different so every time you go back into the water it will have changed um per day um and the idea of the game is you're a deep sea diver what you're hired to do is you're going to kill collect fish bring it up to the surface, and then you're going to go to the sushi restaurant where you work as a waiter and you work along the head chef, Boncho, who they get into the backstory of and everything within the game, um, but he's the one who's creating these amazing confections of sushi. Um, which and That's so cool. I will say, though, it's really fucking funny because the entire game is based around, like, you do these little things, but whenever you give sushi or like whenever you unlock a new recipe whenever you meet a new character they have hilarious fucking animations for the stuff mm-hmm. like it is i think what well, you probably have seen something about yeah. the animation yes it's su- yeah i'm sure you have yeah um, <laughs> they're funny as fuck and i highly recommend looking bro sleeps with a body pillow i'm just saying yeah not me not me not him not him no well we don't know um oh anyway Um, (laughs) you can't even say anything because my bed's right there (laughs) anyway um while in the ocean dave is going on adventures to find uh unique artifacts unknown creatures beautiful fish fantastic monsters he fights evil poachers at some point and you know there's a lot of delicious semen sorry semen semen you get it that's us that's good that's good (laughs) i thought you were trying to like say 
That was like planned. Fish. That he was, also that gets was, totally that was planned. planned. Yeah. He also gets laid. Um. So. <laughs> that was planned. My man Dave got that riz on him. God. That was, that was planned. I thought it was fucking funny. Eat my ass. Lame. What do you mean? Yeah, I plan out my gameplay reviews. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead. No, no, hey, no, 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 I'm no, just no, saying. Is that like, written that's on the pretty doc? good though. That's, <laughs> some people at the table don't really like to plan out their reviews. <laughs> And mine are good. <laughs> is that on the doc, David? Did you write yes, that down? I did write that down. That's he, he funny as fuck. So gameplay involved, as we mentioned before, it's a management style thing. It's kind of like Papa's Pizzeria, except for this time you are the server, not the creator of the dishes. So you're running, trying to make sure everyone's drinks are filled. You're cleaning up places. You're fi- giving food to people. Whatever you are, like you're you're working the fastest you possibly can. Um, as well, it's an action adventure type thing. When you go and start the day, you start out on a diving boat. You dive into the water, and you're armed with your trusty harpoon at first. You have a limited supply of air and a limited amount of storage that you have per day. Um, so, Or per dive, I should say, because you can dive twice to three times a day. Um, it, it depends. Uh, so you dive in. You're shooting your harpoon at fish. You're stealing them away. You're grabbing them. You're bringing them to the surface so that you can cook foods. Uh, it, it's a bit of like, yeah, you're just finding these new things, you're exploring. It's it's just a really neat game, really unique. I highly recommend it if you like Stardew Valley, if you like um, Subnautica at all. Highly recommend trying this game. Um, but yeah, what you may find interesting is that there's actually a combat portion of this game. Um, so using your trusty harpoon, you explore the ocean, you find new weapons, harpoon tips, and as I say, weapons of mass destruction. Um, you find some... <laughs> Fucking ridiculous weapons at some point. Like, you have a fully armed, like, laser dot sniper rifle at one point. You can have, like, entire grenade launchers in the water. You can How have, do like, those a, work? You can have a fucking I, nuke in the, the engineer, ocean. The <laughs> engineer in me I said the exact word in my brain. I just, like, kept it in. It does have ridiculous reviews. So. It's it's really awesome. They it's went from really awesome. Maple Story, 260 million concurrent players, to mixed reviews, like, 58% positive. To Dave the Diver. Don't say, don't say the reviews. <laughs> I was going to just say <laughs> probably the game of the year. No, for for like indie indie game of the year, probably, probably. Yeah, it's really crazy. It's really crazy. Is but there I, bad Steam reviews? No, 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 no. It's <coughs> yeah, it's exact, mostly negative. Yeah, mostly uh, negative. Definitely zero percent. Um, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, the obviously. lowest rated game on Steam ever. Motherfucker. Oh, like, hey, yeah, that's that's kind of the combat. But you use these combat mechanisms to fight bosses as well as like more powerful fish in the ocean. So more powerful fish are obviously going to be higher classes of meat and stuff like that. So like, yeah, you do end up killing sharks in the game to make shark fin soup and stuff like that. Um. Even though that's bad in the real world. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, I've actually eaten shark before. I have not. Shark is so disgusting. It's pretty tasty. It's, it's Dog, what are you talking? It's the third worst uh, rated food in the entire world. I like shark. I don't know what you're fucking talking He's about. He's high off something. He's smoking. Have you had it? No, I have not had it, but all of my family members have, and they say it's the worst food that's ever graced their tongue. It's a fucking fish. It tastes It tastes a little There's bit better than mackerel. People, people in Iceland have to follow it with a vodka shot or tequila shot because it tastes so bad. I can't. I Granted, can't people in Iceland also eat it like popcorn, so like that's a whole hey, thing. Hey, Ethan. <laughs> What? What's up? Have you ever eaten shark? Uh, yes. Uh, in my brain. That's where I like! 
Um, Leighton. Moving on. We don't get to talk about the whole guy. rating things, but haven't seen it. You guys right? always mock me for it. Because and, you and, do and, it all and, the time. And it's very founded. <laughs> so I can do it as Fuck well. you! <laughs> I can't believe these fuckers. I cannot. But you may be wondering. Hey, I have not hey, said a what word. What do you use these fighting things on? You, you may be wondering, hey. Bosses. You may, you, you may be wondering, hey. What does shark taste like? I don't know. <laughs> Shut the fuck it's delectable. Up. No, it's um, not. It's it's oh, it's kind of mid, but it's okay. It's um, that, wait, <laughs> David had like a one hundred turnaround there. What the <laughs> fuck? No, I, it, it was a joke. I was uh, gonna try to build it up, but then Ethan started acting like it's ass. It's not ass. It's just it is mid. Ass. It is ass. It's 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 just mid. Um, but okay. So let's get back to the review. Yes, we you end up finding these really unique awesome uh, sea monsters and stuff like that within there. So using your unique weapons and stuff like that, um, you'll fight these unique enemies that are oftentimes imperative to the story. Um, like guarding some type of treasure, guarding some type of idol, guarding like secret people, you know, secret seamen type thing. Um, so <laughs> the level design is generally based on the unique world generation that you find yourself in. Which is really, really interesting. Um, <laughs> and they're often enclosed by the surroundings, which adds another level of really interesting stuff to it. But, you know, I've been singing this game's praises. It's really interesting, really unique gameplay style, really unique combat and design and everything. But I wasn't necessarily impressed by the music. It has okay background music, but where the game thrives is in its audio design and its audio quality. Um, because it just, it has a lot of unique sound interactions, a lot of unique sound things, but it has the same kind of thing where a lot of these games fall into of the same repeating background thing. It's an interesting, it's really, it's an okay soundtrack loop, but it just continues repeats and you kind of get old of it over time. But I want to get to the last thing, which is visuals, which is where this game goes from, it goes from a lower score to probably one of the highest scores I give to an indie game. Um, because this game is gorgeous in every facet of the game, colors to design, to character design, to animations, Everything is beautiful for a pixel art style game like this. And if you haven't checked it out, please look up some images and stuff like that. I invite you to look to it because it is gorgeous. And also, as a guy who's interested in the sea, this is really interesting. But I'll get on to my final summary and reviews because I feel everyone is fading. Um. <laughs> no, we're just listening. Yeah. We're attentive. We're attentive, Mr. Brown. Uh -huh. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm going to have to cut... I'm that sorry. entire thing out. Sorry, what was one. that? Bro got possessed for a good second. Holy <laughs> shit. So I'm going to go on to the summary and rating. Um, this is a nearly perfect version of what the game offers. I would say. Playing the game, looking at reviews, everything like that. It is a gorgeous, fantastic game to play. I have no notes on the visuals, quality of life, or story beats. It is hilarious, fun, and relaxing. However, the music was not the most incredible and did get a little bit repetitive so i probably will have to knock some points off for that but it is also a little too easy i'd say for video game players like experienced video game players if you've played more than minecraft and stardew valley in your life you'll probably find this game a little too easy if you played elden ring you probably find this game a little too easy <laughs> if you yes. played dark souls one yes, if you played dark souls three <laughs> dark souls one is harder i know i'm just yes it is um a little like it's it's a very casual game, but it might be a little too casual for more experienced players. So maybe adding something like a more difficult version of the game for like players who want to challenge themselves. That might be something that's a little more fun. Um, Dave the Diver, 
Prepare to die edition. <laughs> <laughs> Dave the Diver. It's all Reaper Leviathans. <laughs> Dave That'd be cool. That would be cool if some Nautica, like, They should open it to the workshop. That would be yeah, sick. Yeah, that yeah, always yeah, helps yeah. the game. Um, no, no, no. But yeah. What? Um, also, it doesn't really play into, like, I thought this game, uh, you know, just a little note from my women and gender studies point of view. It doesn't lead into fat phobia and stuff like that, which is pretty interesting, which I thought it might have done at the beginning of the game. So, like, yeah. But it still makes. Have you looked size. at the game? Huh? Have you looked at the game? He's he's this he's a plus sized individual, Layton. He's a plus sized individual. <laughs> that's, that's not what I mean. Whatever. I'll... Moving on. <laughs> okay. So also really quick, this game costs twenty dollars on Steam and Nintendo. This is a fantastic game. One of the best deals that I've seen in the likes of like Hollow Knight, Terraria, and like. Stardew Valley. Minecraft like, was the best $27 I ever spent in my life. Yeah, it's, it's fucking... It's one of those games. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> what? Someone wrote... Uh, sorry, I must have misclicked that so, someone changed the rating. I, I had a 9.5, I swore. I feel like someone changed it to one. That would be Leighton Martini. Um, <laughs> I didn't touch it. I, I'm not even on it. I didn't even know... I thought you were talking about your Steam review. <laughs> No, no. That was his Steam review. It said 1.5, but I guess he misclicked. Whatever. I must have. I must have. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I actually Um, did change it. Steam reviews overall rate at 98 out of 100, which is a fucking crazy score for this game on Steam. Still Um, beaten by Pizza Tower. Dude, Pizza Tower is the most fucking wank your dick off shit I've ever seen. (laughs) It looks like a guy who legitimately (laughs) is in a coma writing this shit. Like, no, no, no. I, I yeah. hate Pizza Tower for so many reasons. And Aiden will sing its praises. I refunded it. It is the night core of video games. I, I refunded just, it. I, <laughs> <laughs> He's not even wrong. <laughs> that was the most cold take I think I've ever heard. <laughs> I have fucking It's Pizza Time playing on my head right now. I fucking can't. But yeah, it is easily worth the price of the game. It is a fantastic experience. And I will say it may not have the best replay experience. So overall, the four light review that I'm going to give it is a 9.5 out of 10. It has some things that it can... really fucking high. That's pretty good. It has some things it could improve on. But for the game that it is, it's damn near perfect. That's... That's... Fantastic. Yeah. You know what has I'm great replayability? It comes out on Nintendo. Well, has great replayability. Pizza Tower. Actually, I think, it's out, I think it's out on Switch right now, right? No, it's not. It will release soon on Switch. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll be playing that. I highly recommend play the game. It's a gorgeous game. I, oh, yeah. I have some nerdy news. We got We need. Yeah, it's like I just know. Like, one thing. It. One thing. One thing. Okay. About two hours if from it's as small, w- I'm going while, to punch you. No. From uh, two hours ago, from when we were recording this episode. Iron Lung's official trailer release. Yeah, I'm going to punch him. Oh, right. I have to watch that. Also, uh, they have the new voice actor for Nintendo now uh, of Mario. Mario and Luigi. They, yeah, they just recasted the new voice actor, as well as um, Microsoft has yep. officially purchased Activision Blizzard. Which they is, just won the, the case. Yeah, they just won the case, which is fucking cool. crazy. I'm excited like, about it. It's I'm ridiculous. they make some crazy good changes. I'm Please. hoping, I'm hoping uh, they like... like Demolish Overwatch, just up. disappears. Yeah, no. never, also, never uh, we're going to leave. We have to legitimately end this in a in like a f- couple seconds. You'll see a motorsport review coming out uh, in the next couple weeks. 
um, as well as other reviews and other topics. But we are nearing the middle of November, I guess next, next month, middle of November, game of the year. It's coming. It's 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 on its way. So look out for that. It's I almost so like excited. the um, it's almost like the potential Titanfall three. Please, oh, October. Oh, okay. okay. Also, well, by the way, I got a signed card for Magic the Gathering. Motherfucker. Fucking sick God damn it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye, bye guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for watching. Thanks. Bye. See you next time. Bye.